Newsroom brought to you by Swakopmund Hotel and Entertainment Center. With oil having been discovered in the country and the much spoken about green hydrogen project, Namibia is facing the time of its life in the next five years or so. The attention of the world will be on Namibia with investors hoping to work on these projects. The question, however, is how do SMEs position themselves to make sure they get their hands on and benefit from these major projects? Director of SMEs Compete, Danny Mayer, speaks to In the Newsroom. It's a very unique development for Namibia on the one side. There is a great investment going into renewable energy. And of course, on the other side, um, there has been discoveries and there is investment in fossil fuel. The traditional um, way we power um, or cover our energy needs in the world. Either way, small enterprises are going to benefit because the projects, uh, whether it's in renewable or in uh, fossil fuels, uh, require service providers, providers of goods as well, downstream. And, uh, and that's where entrepreneurs in the SME sector are going to benefit. They will have an opportunity to tap into new opportunities because those uh, investors, uh, mega investors, are going to require things like transport services, catering, repairs, uh, courier services, uh, transportation of goods and people, construction, um, subcontracting on construction and so forth. So it augurs extremely well for Namibian entrepreneurs and uh, more generally for the SME sector. Obviously the ones that are closer located to where the uh, investment takes place are going to be the main beneficiaries. But uh, there is going to be a ripple effect and uh, I think it's, it's, it all goes well for the country in the long run. The economy is set to grow and uh, everybody's going to benefit out of the opportunities that come from that. There is always the danger of exclusion and that is where the rules must be laid down very clearly by government when investors come in, there should be a commitment that they are going to make use of uh, local providers of services and goods uh, so that we don't see the situation where um, foreign companies will bring in um, very basic technical skills. Uh, we see that, for example, in, in, uh, in the supermarkets where refrigeration and, and air conditioning, you bring in people from outside of the country to do maintenance repairs when those skills are actually available locally. So it all starts in the beginning where um, the, the rules must be, be laid down very clearly, the conditions. Uh, you're going to come into the country, you're going to invest, but uh, we need to engage straight away and see which um, goods and services uh, you can procure locally. Uh, and if you need help, there are organizations such as the one that I'm with and others who have a database. We are regularly working at the front line of entrepreneurship. So we know who the carpenters are, sheet metal workers, welders, uh, couriers, caterers, and so forth. So there's absolutely no reason, no valid reason why there should be any exclusion. But of course, it starts right in the beginning when government engages with the uh, with the investors coming into the country. In the-
Newsroom brought to you by Swakopmund Hotel and Entertainment Centre.